0: Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. It is Friday, May seventh, two thousand twenty-one. I am Andrew Hansen, alongside Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and he's back after a day off. Coach, how are you feeling here on a ten-game
1: NBA Friday? Man, I, I feel like Barry Bonds. I'm I'm juiced up. Wow! All juiced up. Look, my wow. neck looks thicker today. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we
0: can't get you out then. It's just, you're going to be on base no matter what. Walk. There's it's no It's either no a walk or if you get one pitch to hit, it's a round tripper. They better just intentionally walk me.
1: That's all I'm saying. Oh, ooh,
0: I like it. I like the confidence. 10 games
1: in the NBA, yeah. 14 in MLB, golf this weekend with our guys doing well. Oh, it does not get better than this. I was chomping at the bit to get this cracking, and it's, we're, we're calling it uh, Fight for the Family Friday, so. The entire Coach Talk family is gonna mix it up and take some stuff down. Yeah, and this one's
0: interesting because half of the teams are involved in a the back-to-back. There's only yeah. one 230 total out of all all ten games here, so yeah. we are gonna have to
1: battle here and and try to get it done. So so start us off. Yeah, it's it's a wild slate with lots of guys sitting in and out. Uh, Right off the bat, we're 7 o'clock Eastern, uh, New Orleans Pelicans against the Philadelphia 76ers. And it is the first night of a back-to-back for Philly, so we got to watch that. Uh, They are a nine-point favorite. The total is 227. Uh, For Philly, Korkmaz is out. And for the Pelicans, some interesting news here. Uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker is questionable, so we may see him return, but I would assume on a minute's restriction, Ingram and Hart are out, and we have um, Adams doubtful. So we're going to get that those multiple different guys at center with Hernan Gomez and Hayes more than likely. So you know it, it creates an interesting game. The the pace is is solid. Tenth and eleventh. We know the Pelicans' defense is very uh, ragged at best at twenty six, but Philly second. So, and they've got most of their defensive guns ready to go. Um, certainly not my favorite game. 227 is a big number, though, on this slate. Yeah. You know, we had, we've had 234s and 240s and 250s, two but 227 is in the top couple of totals. So it makes it a little bit tricky. Um, you know, the key, Andrew, is going to come down to can the Pelicans keep the game close enough uh, you know, to get big run from, from all the guys. Cause you know, Doc's going to want to rest some of the Philly guys for tomorrow if he can. So, you know, that's the question. If you trust the game to stay close and get big minutes, certainly um, Zion is in play. I mean, especially with Ingram out, he's a key player in this game. And so is Lonzo ball. Um, you know, he's really stepped up his game recently um, he had one bad game, bounced right back, and, and uh, almost broke the slate. Um, and then on the Philly side, you know, obviously, you know, Hernan Gomez can throw a body out on him uh, he, uh, as far as Embiid goes, but I'm sure he'll push Jackson Hayes around. They'll utilize probably all 12 of those files to slow him down. But, you know, I'm not sure I want to pay up in game one, uh, in where I'm not completely comfortable with the total amount of minutes that Embiid's going to play. Um, I think, you know, it's hard not to want to put some Philly guys on there just because of the Pelicans defense and the pace in this game. But, you know, I think maybe this is where you can get a few sneakier plays. Um, you know, I, I think Simmons at times has been okay, but he's been very, very inconsistent. But his price has come way down, so you can consider him. Tobias Harris might be a really solid play. This just feels like a, a Harris game. Again, he needs to get the minutes. On the Pell side, uh, not even though ball's been hot, I'm probably not going to go there because of the Simmons defense. And, uh, you know, Zion's the target, really, for me. I think, uh, I know his price is is crazy, and he's had a few inconsistent games where he's not rebounding that well. But, you know, I think he needs to here. With Adams out, it should give him a few extra rebounds. And if they're going to stay in this game at all, he's going to have to be dominant. And uh, he's too quick for Embiid to come out and guard him, in my opinion. And he's stronger than, you know, the rest of the matchups, Tobias probably. Um, So, you know, wouldn't mind uh, going a little Zion tonight to start the slate. But I'm not going to jump on this game that much just because of the concern of the second game tomorrow for Philly and the possibility for it being a little lopsided.
0: Yeah, I feel very similar about the game and the hesitations. Uh, the Pelicans need to win, so yeah. Lonzo and Zion are going to get after it. Uh, it's really tough defensive matchup though, so feels more like a GPP option there. I'd be more likely to get one of the value plays stepping up in Ingram's absence. Najee Marshall, who just signed a three-year extension, yeah. I like him as a value play, and then James Johnson should get a little extra run. He's even cheaper than Marshall, and they both got twenty-three minutes last game. Right. So I, I like them to be uh, higher in the twenties at least, and so I think you could go with one of those guys. But I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to select anybody on the Sixers side for my main slate primary lineups. Um, You know, one of these guys could take advantage on the perimeter, like Seth Curry or Danny Green, and get hot, hit a few threes. All of a sudden, they've paid off their value. But it's a it's a GPP option only, and I think we have some much better value place later on the in the slate. Yeah, you make a good point that the Pelicans give up a lot of threes. That's
1: that is tempting.
0: Yep. All right, let's go to seven thirty. There's one game here. It's Boston and Chicago, ESPN game. Celtics favored by four, 222.5 total. And we have Chicago on a back to back after that solid win over Charlotte. For the news, Jalen Brown still out after that collision on the sidelines. Robert Williams questionable with a toe. Tristan Thompson and Lankford probable. So we're not sure about that big position for Boston. Now, the game in general, I would call average, sort of like that Charlotte-Chicago matchup last night. These teams are pretty much in the middle in all the rankings. Mm -hmm. Um, Boston tied for sixth, so it is important for them to get this one. Chicago fighting for their lives at 11th, three and a half back. So I think, you know, although it's not the best matchup on paper, I think you'll get full effort from both teams, Um, so you could get one of these Celtics, uh, with, with Jalen Brown out. I think Kemba's a little, a little expensive for me. Uh, so it maybe would be Tatum. I mean, he's really expensive here, over 10 grand there. There are a lot of value plays that we'll get to though. So you can pick and choose a a couple studs here tonight and, and get him in. Evan Fournier really was, uh, was strong in that last one against his former team, Orlando. I expect he'll start again. He's a mid-tier option. I uh, don't think I'll mess with those bigs. And then with Chicago, uh, because it's a back-to-back, and Levine and, and Vucevic were both you know, battling back from absences yesterday. They played decent minutes. I don't want to pay up for them again. So I, I'm going to fade Chicago here and maybe pick out one of these Celtics.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's not the greatest game. It's a shame because you know, like you said, both teams really need it. I mean, Chicago is pretty much in a win or you're out kind of scenario this next week with their last uh, six games. So, you know, they've they've going to throw it at the wall, but you've got guys that aren't completely healthy. So, I'm with you. I'm not I'm not high on spending up for Levine or Vuk when their health is in question. Don't really want to dig too deep with the ancillary guys. You know, Patrick Williams always cheap and, and a possibility. But you really don't have to go as deep with all the value and, you know, 20 teams playing. On the Boston side, you know, I'd love to be able to, to, to get Tatum here. I just don't know if I can afford that salary. Because, you know, obviously, you know, when Brown's out, a lot of that usage goes to Tatum a decent chunk of it goes to Kemba Walker also. And Kobe White and Levine, you know, that their backcourt defense is not that good at all. So Kemba could be primed for a nice game here. But I'm with you. I don't know why his prices shot up a little bit here. Uh, and that concerns me. So, you know, probably a one-off for me at best here. Um, and, and if I do... If I can find the salary, it would be Tatum. If not, the secondary guy would be Kemba, but not a game I'm going to be focusing on. Okay. Next eight o'clock game, or actually the the first eight o'clock game. the The other uh, one was seven thirty. So we've got one, two, three, three eight o'clock games. Minnesota at Miami. Um, actually, I think is, you've got Orlando, Charlotte. Oh, Orlando, Charlotte. Okay, sorry about that. You, you always got to keep me on target.
0: You didn't want to deal with the Orlando uh,
1: out list. I tried. How come you didn't correct me when I gave you the better two last <laughs> couple days ago? <laughs> okay, so and and I'm glad you keep me on track because on the weekends when I'm by myself, I'm all over the board. Right. And sometimes I'll I'll go over a game twice or miss a game. It's hilarious. <clears throat> all right, uh, Orlando and Charlotte. Charlotte, it's on a second night of a back-to-back, as we know. They had uh, that game with Chicago last night. They're seven-point favorite, uh, pretty low total, 217. And a lot of that has to do with the pace, 20th and 21st. And then you've got defensively, 24th and 18th. So there can be some advantageous uh, plays here, especially with the poor D on both sides. But as you said with my uh, attempt to avoid this Orlando disaster. I mean, they've, they've basically mailed it in. They're sitting all their guys with any experience. So out of this game are Carter, MCW, Ennis, Okiki, Ross, and Porter. So that leaves all those young guys. Now, there's a lot of good young guys in this game, though. I mean, Bomba uh, smashed for us last time. Uh, you know, we, we had talked about it right before – the slate I said he he could easily go for a 50 burger and he was right there so <clears throat> he's certainly a possibility with getting the majority of the center minutes guy been on mo mo wagner I was a little concerned last game I'm not going to go back to him because he didn't play a ton of the minutes at the 4 he did some but he did uh, mainly just backed up bomba at the 5 so <clears throat> the the mo mo money mo wagner is probably not going to make my lineup here um the only two veterans that are playing are harris and bacon but they're getting just limited roles the guys that interest me here and you know i know everybody's now saying oh sure everybody's jumping on him now but rj hampton's a stud man he's that kid is he's long i mean i we saw him play we played against him here he's from little elm right up the the road here and uh, just, I think he's coming into his own. I, I love uh, what I've been reading. It sounds like they're leaning on playing uh, <clears throat> here uh, Anthony and Hampton together in the backcourt, making that the backcourt of the future for Orlando. So you got to love that. I think he'll let Anthony and Hampton play a decent amount of minutes together. Um, I think they're both playable in this game, um, but I lean a little bit more towards uh, Hampton. He's just Getting the minutes, he's got that Westbrook nose to the basket for the rebound to go push the ball. I mean, he just has that style of game to get all of the ancillary stats. So I like Hampton. I like Anthony here. Uh, Doubt that I'll go with both, but I'm going to find a way uh, to get one of those guys in. And Bomb is in the mix for me at center, especially with, uh, excuse me, I have to go to the coffee, Uh, especially with uh, Charlotte's uh, woes at center. Looks like maybe Biombo starts again. Um, So I'll have exposure here on the Orlando side. I I really think they're uh, a doable team here to to make a difference just because those guys are going to get big minutes. I mean, they're going to have maybe eight, nine guys max. So, uh, you know, you can take advantage of that. From the Charlotte side, it gets a little bit more difficult because – Uh, you know, the pace isn't great. And to really pay off the price uh, if the game stays close, you know, LaMelo ball, Terry Rozier are both expensive. um, And that, you know, that creates, uh, you know, a tough spot, especially if you're trying to go stars and scrubs, because they're more so higher end, uh, mid-level kind of guys. And it just, I don't know if they're going to fit in there. Now, I think they're both good plays. Um, You know, I think LaMelo is looking good. They seem to be capping him around 30 minutes, which is fine, but he was getting 38, 39 in some of those games um, before he got hurt. So going to keep an eye on those guys. I think, you know, you can always talk about Caleb Barton as the cheap price guy or McDaniels. Um, Probably not going to go anything beyond that. I think the center spot, maybe split between whoever they're going to roll out there, between Biombo and Zeller and PJ and whomever. So not a great game, but I do like some of the youth value on the Orlando side just because of opportunity and minutes played. Yeah,
0: I'm on Bamba again here. I like that spot for him for sure and reasonable price tag still. So I feel feel pretty good about him. Uh, With the rest of Orlando, I would lean towards Hampton or pass. Uh, his price is still reasonable, getting 30 minutes. And he's been more aggressive offensively and more sure has. more involved than Anthony. So I'd rather go Hampton or pass. And then with Charlotte, I agree. The only price I would consider right now is Rogier on FanDuel at 62. He's still reasonable. But on, yeah. the, on the back-to-back and the pace, I'm planning to probably pass Charlotte. Okay. All right, the next 8 o'clock game, Minnesota and Miami. So that gives
1: me Houston on top of right. having to deal with Orlando. Hey, you got
0: you got the biggest total on the board coming up, though. I got to deal with Miami's defense, 6th oh, yeah. ranked and slow-paced, 29th. Completely
1: opposite teams here.
0: Yeah, uh, that's, that's exactly true because Minnesota's fast and terrible at defense. Yeah. A, a 224.5 total, Miami favored by 6. We have... Uh, Jaden McDaniel's out for yeah. Minnesota, and we have Oladipo still out, and then question marks for Hero and Jimmy Butler. So, although it's a, a you know a, a dud in the fact that we have Miami, and we usually don't like to get too excited about Miami games, you know, with Butler out potentially, then it's, it's better matchups across the board, and D'Angelo Russell. Uh, the key number for him, Coach, 37. That's how many minutes he got last game. And yeah, that's they got impressive. Him, they got him in the starting lineup. He's still in the 7K range. So I like him here, um, You know, even though it's not the best matchup. And then with Jane McDaniels out, one of the potential value plays is Wancho. Hernan Gomez, um, really good price on DraftKings. And Anthony Edwards, I want to talk about him because he's been blowing up lately. And the initial instinct here is to avoid him because it's Miami. But right. look what happened in the last game with Jimmy Butler out. Your man, Tim Hardaway Jr., hit 10 threes yeah. against Miami. They and just fold up defensively when Butler's not in there. They really do. And, it, you know, it's still a little surprising because they had Iguodala and Ariza out there, and they're solid. But They're past their prime, though. They are. They are. So Edwards, to me... A GPP option, he's he's priced up a little bit after the big recent performances, but I, I wouldn't mind one of these Minnesota guys uh, because of uh, all the, the news here. And then with Miami, you could look at Nunn or Dragic with if, if Butler's out. Uh, they're decent price tags. Not my favorite plays, but you know I think there's a good chance I'll get Russell out there tonight and maybe another guy from this game. We'll see.
1: Well, not even a whisper about cat, huh? Who? <laughs> Probably not tonight. Now, I, you know, I'm with you. I, you know, this this is a tricky game. It really is. I mean, again, it's it's one of those scenarios that I hate when we're because the podcast we don't have the info yet. But, but like I said, Butler changes everything. I mean, not only defensively, which he completely shuffles the deck, you know, for Miami when he's in there. And it, but offensively, I mean, you know, you, you take his production away. All of a sudden, guys like Kendrick Nunn, Trevor Reza, these guys all become, you know, playable guys, uh, whereas they wouldn't be, in my opinion, if Butler was in. So I need that news uh, as much on the Miami side as the Minnesota side. I'm I'm with you on D'Angelo Russell. I think that, uh, you know, I think this is a good spot uh, for him to continue his his upward movement. Minnesota's played with a lot more energy, and they're, they're trying, I think, to to finish the season re- with some respectability to build on for next year. And it's it's noticeable that that, uh, that coach has them uh, motivated. So, you know, a little interest in Anthony Edwards, a little interest in D'Angelo Russell, but only if Butler sits. Not both of them. I'd have to make the decision there. I agree I'm not going with Cat, just with Bam and the slow pace. Miami is the second slowest team in the league uh and they've been consistent with that and then their defense you know usually slows folks down as well so you can't you know really depend on on loading up on any miami games to be honest with you even if it's against a team like minnesota or sacramento but there's a consideration there because of the butler factor uh, on the minnesota side because they are putting up points uh i'm a little worried about that uh position with McDaniel sitting because I think they're probably going to split it even between Vanderbilt and Hernan Gomez and that that's not going to work for me so you know it's it's pretty simple here I think uh, Miami Kendrick Nunn possibly in play for me maybe Ariza as the the, two of the super value guys I'm not going to spend up for Bam or Butler if he does play and then uh, we'll probably pull the trigger on one of the Minnesota studs in Russell or Edwards if Butler sits but that's pretty much it. I mean, it's a possibility if Butler plays that I may come out of this game as a complete pass. Okay. All right, now Houston Milwaukee. This is hilarious. I've never seen in all the years I've done DFS, I've never seen this many guys out for one team in the NBA. It it's I posted it in our Discord. It's literally like 12 guys on the list. So are they going to be able to fill the team? We were talking about that beforehand. I, I certainly hope so. With now with the COVID thing settled down, being able to actually have some G League organization getting ready to go and different things happening, I think they should be able to pull enough guys together. But here's the list, as as rough as it is. Uh, so this may take. This may be the time when you want to go eat a sandwich. By the time I finish reading the list, you'll be good to go. But they've got. Porter out, Olinick out. And I bet then Olinick is questionable. I, I have him as. Yes, I, I have him questionable on one and out on another. So let's follow that one closely. House doubtful, Wood questionable, Tate questionable, Wilson out, Bradley out, Augustine questionable. Is that Jive with all yeah. your stuff? Yes. All right. So really what we were looking at between the Olenek, Wood, Tate, Augustine group. If if two of those guys play, we should be able to make it. Uh, But it's going to be tight because Brooks, Jeffries, there's not that many guys that are already ruled in. So obviously, you know, Houston is going to be a great play for probably two guys once we know the eight guys that are listed. Because if even with eight guys – you have to have in order to play the game, probably two of them will be close to not wanting, not needing to play them unless it's an emergency. So it may be a six-man rotation. You could see guys like Armani Brooks play 48 minutes. I don't think it's out of the question. Now, is that good enough to play them? You know, we always back up to some extent, you know, money equals minutes. And if you're going to tell me I'm going to get two of these guys at 45-plus minutes, which is very likely, uh, that's the news we have to follow because that creates uh, opportunity. And it doesn't matter if this game blows out, which it more than likely will. I mean, Milwaukee's a a 16-and-a-half-point favorite, but it's still a 232 number, which is the number one highest total on the board. So for me, this is how I'm approaching this game, Andrew, and I I think a lot of people are going to disagree. I, I'm not playing any Milwaukee guys. I refuse to pay up for Holiday and Giannis to see them play two and a half quarters. And I don't even want the DiVincenzos, uh, you know, Holiday's, Middleton's, Lopez's, Conantons. you know, all those guys to me in this game, it just reeks of 22, 23 minutes for each guy. I mean, it's there's no way, in my opinion, this game stays close and I'm not spending up you know, those people say, well, in two and a half quarters, Giannis can still smash. Well, not at the price he's at. I'm not buying it. So I'm, I'm fading Milwaukee. That's my stiff stance. And a lot of people will at least roster one guy there. And I'm going to try to put two Rockets in there once we solidify uh, that this game is going to play and we know who the eight guys are. Because if Augustine's the eighth guy that's going to dress and he's hurt, and he's an old veteran, they're not going to play him. So, again, that'll take it to seven. There's probably another guy in that boat that takes it to six. So I'll take 45 to 48 minutes from a couple of guys at value price to help me really create a Stars and Scrubs lineup. So this, this ends up being a key play for me in this Rockets game.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty similar. I don't want to play anybody on Milwaukee unless there's news, and all of a sudden Giannis, or one of the big guys, is sitting then maybe a a Portis if he's starting or a DiVincenzo, but right now I'm planning to pass Milwaukee and get at least two Houston guys in there as well. Nice. And I am I'm focused most on KJ Martin if he starts again, and yeah. and then it's the the guy I don't like is DaQuan Jeffries. I Just don't like his game right. that much, but I will consider Augustine Brooks and Lamb. They're all in the 3K range on both sides. And yeah. Augustine Augustine is really the X factor for me because he hasn't been playing much. He dressed the last one. I think they dressed him just to get to 8. But this right. this would be a revenge game for him. So keep that yeah. in mind. And who knows if it's a if it's an ankle issue where he could have played but they just held him out as a veteran, but maybe they need him in this one and he's ready to go. So he's he's worth a look for me. Uh, and then just because of that volume with Brooks and, and Lamb, they're in play for me. So, uh, yeah, Lamb's coming off a good game too. He's yep. he's on my radar for sure. Yep, thirty six minutes off the bench, played really well. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's get ready to play at least two Houston guys here and uh, take advantage of the value. I'm with you. All right, let's move to the second half of the slate. We go to eight thirty Eastern, Cleveland and Dallas. Your Mavericks are 10 point favorites at home after a nice victory Amazing. last night over Brooklyn. 219 total. We have Darius Garland out. K, uh, KP doubtful. And I'm thinking likely out. And Yeah, he's not going to play. Yeah. So Dallas is. And
1: Cleve is, is doubtful too, by the way.
0: Yep. So Dallas, uh, after that big win here, they go for two in a row. They're in fifth. Uh, I think they they just push ahead, get it done, take advantage of the fact that it's Cleveland without Garland, and you know even though Garland's out here, I don't like Sexton at his price, or really any of the Cleveland guys. Uh, I okay. think you know guys like Osman Wade, they could pay off uh, with a with a tightened rotation, but. Uh, I, I'm looking to pass those guys. This is a slow-paced game here, 25 and 24. It is. So it, it's not not very exciting for me. Luca is the here's the X factor here. Do you pay up for him and have him just dominate the game against this bad Cleveland backcourt? He could certainly do it. It is a back-to-back, so not ideal, not ideal pace. Uh, but he's probably the guy I'd, I'd mo- most likely pl- play. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. was was solid last night, shot it well. He's not as good on back-to-backs. So I, I don't know if I'll go to one of those guys on the wing. DFS played pretty well. I think I'll probably pass those guys. And then uh, the bigs uh, got uh, Willie Cauley-Stein 21 minutes last night, Powell 27. They were both good. They're cheap on DraftKings, a little more expensive on FanDuel so not my primary focus here to, to me it's probably either luka if you're you know using all that value on the slate or pass
1: interesting i you know it, if you want to laugh you got no one would believe it you got to look at dallas's last like 10 15 games every good team they play they've been right in the game or they've won most of them but every really terrible team they lose to it's the strangest thing i've ever seen uh, and it's been consistent on and on. I mean, 0-3 against Sacramento, you know, and just every lousy team is is a loss lately, and every, like, Milwaukee and L.A. and all these teams are wins. So I have no idea what to expect. Zero confidence going into this game with Cleveland, though. So I look at this a little bit different. I mean, it's a back-to-back. You know, last night was a big day. Uh for the for the Mavs there were more fans allowed at the game they had Dirk there and uh George Bush they were doing a special presentation to Dirk uh because Bush had put him in his uh immigrants book that he just released so there was a big you know thing at the uh arena and yeah ceremony and the whole nine yards so you know it was a it was a big game and you know, big situation and now they have to get up for Cleveland the next night. And it's, that is scary. And not only that, but then the day after tomorrow they play at Cleveland, they play Cleveland twice in a row. So yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure about how this game's going to roll. So there's, there's some possibilities here. You know, Sexton is expensive. He definitely is, but Jay Rich has played quarterly of all the, the Mavericks, even though they're on this good run. And he hasn't finished any games. In fact, he hasn't even been getting in in the fourth quarter. They have played Josh Green over him and they're always finishing with Jalen Brunson. So, you know, Richardson would be in there to try to slow down Sexton, but I'm not sure he's going to get big enough minutes. And Sexton's in play for me. I'm, I'm a little concerned about his, uh, you know, what he's going to bring to the table. And I think this game's going to go largely ignored and very lowly owned. Um, the guy that I'm most high on here is Jared Allen, though. You know, let's not forget that the Mavericks can't stop any post player. And they just got lucky and didn't have to really pay, play against much of a post player the last couple of games. But Allen is the real deal and he can score in bunches. You know, the, the center by committee basically with, Powell and uh uh Cully Stein. I, yeah, and Collie Stein. It just doesn't excite me. So Allen Allen's probably gonna be my center. He or Bomba or both, depending on which site. And then uh I'm gonna consider Sexton a little bit because I you know if if it's gonna be a game at all, I think he's gonna be the key to it. And then on the Mav side. I'm not gonna spend up for Luke on a back to back either. I mean, he's, yes, the defense from Cleveland is horrible, but I just don't think uh, they're gonna push him that hard. I think you're gonna see a few extra minutes for Jalen Brunson and that brings him into play for me because his price is still cheap, and you know, I feel his floor is pretty safe as well. So uh, hardaway. He can get hot, but you know he can go eight for ten or zero for ten. So he's a GPP kind of guy always for me. But uh, yeah, I'm going to look at I'm going to look at Allen for sure, possibly Sexton, and come back with a value play on the Dallas side of Brunson. So this game will probably be one of the two or three lowest owned games, but I'm going to have some ownership here because I don't see this one unfolding. Uh, I think, as most people in the industry do. All right. All right. I'm on. I'm on to the nine o'clock game. You are. Denver and Utah. That's the Utah. plan. We'll see if you go ahead and do it. Yes. Den- right. Utah minus four, two sixteen and a half. Both teams on the first night of a back to back. No pace here. Denver twenty six. Utah sixteen. Solid defense. Denver eleven. Utah three. Um, We know that Barton, Dozier, and Morris are out for Denver. Conley and Mitchell out for Utah. So a lot of key players still out in this game. Um, Good defense, slower pace, definitely not a target game for me. Now, yes, this should be competitive and, you know, could come down to the wire. So, you know, you could get some extended minutes for some of the key guys. Certainly can always consider – Ingalls and Clarkson both very much in play when when Connelly's out specifically. So those are two go to possible guys. Um, not going to go with Bogdanovich. I think he'll get Gordon defense. Um, then you've got just, you know, the Yang situation, maybe Millsap on the other side. All those guys just not really in play for me. I think uh, Porter's probably going to get Royce O'Neill defense. So A lot of self- elimination of guys here with the matchups being what they are uh, don't want to spend up uh, for the joker go bear scenario for obvious reasons with defense and the way that should play out so even though this is a really good game I'd like to watch some of this game I am going to completely fade it yeah for me with the context
0: and then the price tags it just doesn't it doesn't excite me River right. Rivers on DraftKings is the only price I like on Denver. He's thirty-seven hundred. Played really well in that last he one. Did. Yeah. Um, so that's an option. And then Utah has a couple cash options: Ingles, Bogdanovich. Um, but I don't I don't love either one. So this is most likely a pass game for me as well. Very good. All right, we'll move to the ten o'clock hour on the East yeah. Coast. Three games here that will comprise the after-hours slate that we build lineups for as well for members. I love it. I love when there's three games. Yeah, I prefer two, so I'm glad one of us is happy (laughs) here. Now, uh, it's a good thing there are three games because we start off with New York and Phoenix, which means slow with awesome. So in other words, it is a two-game. It is a (laughs) two-game slate, actually. (laughs) It looks like three. It looks a lot like three, but it's actually two. We yeah. have uh, 218 total. This is, of course, the lowest total of these last three. Phoenix it favored is. by seven. Very good teams here, though, and uh, they're great at what they do. New York in fourth place in the East by a game, so they want to keep rolling. Uh, Phoenix in second. So it, it is an important game for these guys. Yeah. And we do have just enough in, uh, injury news to make uh, a couple possibilities for me. On the New York side, we have Burks and Quigley doubtful. Right. So, uh, and then quickly on the on the Phoenix side, Crowder out, Cam Johnson questionable. So with Burks and Quigley doubtful, that's 40 minutes right there from the last game. If they don't play, my man P- Alfred Payton has to get a few more minutes. He got 17 in the last game. Uh Rose had 27. So he can't take all 40 of those minutes because that would be a a few too many, Coach. It wouldn't add up. So I think Peyton has to get at least 24 minutes. Um, and he is ultra cheap. Not a good matchup, but he's 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 an option for me on this slate. I don't I don't think I want to play any other Nick. So that's it for me on the main slate. And then with Phoenix, uh, we've got some tough matchups here. Booker, I think, will face Bullock. Um, Bridges, you know, probably a better matchup, but he's not quite as reliable offensively. Torrey Craig is the, is the value play that I could look at with Phoenix. I think he's going to have to be out there to guard Randall. Big minutes. He's really cheap. Uh, He's had a couple very good games lately. A couple, you know, more like duds where he gets 22 minutes, doesn't do a whole lot. So a little more of a GPP look. Uh, but in general, this is past the studs
1: and maybe look at a, a one-off. Yeah, you know, this This is not a great DFS game, but I do have a target here. I'm really seriously thinking about Chris Paul. I mean, Phoenix came off a dud game where they got beat and, you know, they need to pull it back together. And what this Knicks little bit shorter backcourt does is create a situation where I think Peyton, who's decent defensively, but a lot of rows, too, are that, you know, between those guys, they're probably going to have to guard Paul. And I think he really is able to take advantage of that. And his, you know, this historic uh, assist to turnover ratio, you know, when a guy gets you seven, eight, nine assists and only turns it over once or zero, I mean, it really helps the, uh, the DFS numbers. And then he can score the ball, too. So, I really like Chris Paul. He's he's the the target for me in this game. I do agree with you. I think Bullock will try to lock down Booker, uh, and you know that that's not great. All the other matchups are a little shaky. Um, I I will say too. I I just can't. Even though it's it's amazing. It's, this goes to show you how nuts the the backcourt is for the Knicks. Two guys probably out that get big minutes, and I still don't feel comfortable playing a Knicks guy because. I do think Peyton and Rose will probably split the game. And, you know, with 20 teams playing, 22, 23 minutes, you know, at point isn't going to get it done for me. So, um, you know, I'm hoping this game stays close because that's the only life support you have on a game with the 30th and 27th pace and 4th and 7th defense. So, you know, it will be the other game that I you know, alluded to With the one that I'm you know, like the Cleveland Dallas game, I think this game will also be very low owned because of those specific numbers, because they're not gonna pop on anybody's optimizers and things they're looking at because of the pace and the defense. So, you know, I I think I might be able to come out with a a gem here. And uh, yeah, Chris Paul is as as of right now is is my point guard. All right. All right. Game two in the, the 10 o'clock games, game nine of this huge slate, it is the wonderful Los Angeles Lakers at the Portland Trailblazers. Lakers on the second night of a back-to-back. And would you say the Lakers are in a shambles, or is it just me? That's a good word for it. <laughs> they are just uh, a hot mess right now, man. Uh, you know, Portland's an eight-and-a-half-point favorite, so that'll tell you sort of where the Lakers stand right now. Uh, again, it's 221-and-a-half. You have the 15th and 17th uh, pace teams. Lakers somehow, some way, I don't know if, who's fixing the numbers, but they're still number one in defense. Amazing. I, right? I, I don't understand it. And Portland's second to last. So to be an eight-and-a-half point favorite with, with that oddity of statistic is bizarre. Two different, but here's two different the, ways, Coach, to get to 37 and 29. That's both I where they so. both sit. Two opposite ways to do it. Um right now AD's questionable. He says he's going to play, but we know better. I mean, first of all, how does a guy twist his ankle and then get back spasms on the way he, that was when he falls? That was
0: insane. I mean, first of all, and first of all, Anthony, why are you taking that wing 3 and then sprinting backwards at an angle? Don't you think you're going to run into the table? It makes and then, no sense. Yeah, and he's sitting there holding his ankle and then they somehow announce in the second half he has back spasms? Like yeah. we're going to believe that?
1: I mean, I you know you just cannot trust him. So, God knows what if he's going to play or not. But I wouldn't count on it. I'm not putting him in my projections. And then you know you they've got four other guys out. Uh, the infamous uh, Dudley, but THT Lebron and Schroeder all out. So yeah, they're they're banged up pretty good. The only one on Portland key is is Norman Powell. He's questionable. So. Man, what a what a what a disaster this game is to try to figure out. Like you say, the pieces just don't all fit. Um, you know, Portland. I, you know, this is an important game for them. It's a home game. They've got a wounded dog here in the Lakers. Uh, you think they're going to want to uh, put them out of their misery? But you know, is Lillard or McCollum a play here? I I don't know if this game stays close enough. You know, Caruso and Pope. Will probably be the starting backcourt. They get after it decently defensively, and so I don't really want to spend up for the Portland guys. You could look, I guess, at the two aforementioned uh, backcourt of the Lakers because they're both cheap, but you can't trust them on a, you know a slate this big. Kuzma's up and down and all over the joint. You know, Drummond against Nurkic is going to be a, a good battle between those two, but they both have backups that get big minutes. So, you know, I don't, I don't trust that either. I want those minutes. So I, you know, there's probably a great player two from this game. I just am not seeing it. And I try, I switch glasses and everything to try to find a, a nugget mm-hmm. here. I just don't trust anything, you know, either because of the pricing or the matchup. It's just a, an odd game, uh, that I really don't want to hang my hat on that big. So, you know, uh, I'll tell you right now with these three games, the majority, probably six of my guys are going to come out of the game that you get, the San Antonio-Sacramento game, because I think these other two games are just troublesome to figure out. So we'll see.
0: Yeah, I'm similar here on this one. I think the only guys I would consider right now would be the one, two, three for the Lakers, Caruso, KCP, Kuzma, good prices, bad defense on the other side, uh, so, you know, we, we get the back to back, uh, but it is Portland. So, uh, if one of AD's
1: those in, are you, are you going to consider him with no minute, minutes restriction? Am I going
0: to consider AD? Yeah. If no. he doesn't have a minutes restriction. Absolutely not. With Covington mm-hmm. and, and AD involved in the AD he, consideration. <laughs> I
1: agree. He could get a pinky cramp as oh, he's, yeah. you know, shooting a file uh, shot.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and if he's out there, then I probably don't look at Kuzma. Um, right, that was the absurdity of the after hour slate last night a d plays nine minutes, and then Kuzma all of a sudden takes over. There's nobody else to shoot the ball, so he yeah. ran the show and shot it every time and he played yeah. well um he we know that he has that potential, but he needs those
1: four guys out to to <laughs> have a game like that. He needs everybody yeah. he's a out. volume shooter. there's yeah. no doubt about it. He's the kind of guy if he was on a really bad team like if you stuck him on. The Oklahoma City Thunder, he'd probably score 28 a game. Right, exactly. But uh not not gonna get it done in this scenario, I don't think, but we'll see. All
0: right, last game of the night: San Antonio, Sacramento. This is another one of the higher totals here on the board, 226. San Antonio favored by five. And this one on paper, to me, could be uh, you know, like the second best game behind Houston, Milwaukee. We've yep. got these teams battling for pl- the playoff positioning, San Antonio's 10th and they're up by a game and a half. And then Sacramento's in 12th. They're two and a half back. They've won four in a row. They're pushing hard. And yeah. so you've got these teams that really need this one. Um, But the problem here is that the coach for San Antonio is named Popovich. And, Never it's, heard. A, and it's a front end for San Antonio. So we had to ruin this opportunity with those two things. Otherwise, it would be ideal. We've got Sacramento's great pace, their awful defense. So, you know, I, I, I definitely zero in on this one the most out of the, the three late night games, like you said. No, nothing can go wrong with a, a, a Pop and, and Walton coach game. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. what a What a combination. I mean, look at what happened with San Antonio the last game against Utah. It was an island game. Yeah. Dejounte Murray played 19 minutes, and Demar
1: Derozan played 18. I, you know, it's it's uh, in, inexplicably unexplainable. How's that? Yeah, it
0: it's a mouthful. It's it's a mess. But we get a great matchup here for San Antonio. So does does Pop say, "All right, you know, I taught you your lesson. You guys came out flat. I played you in the teens for minutes. Now they come out motivated." They need it, and Murray and and DeRozan go get it. They're both in play for me because of this matchup. Um, Pirtle is in play for me, although he was in the doghouse as well. I I like matchups for centers (laughs) like that against Sacramento. Yeah, Uh, That's probably it for me on the main slate, even though Keldon is cheap uh, and Devin is cheap as another starter. It's one of those three guys uh, primarily for me. And then with Sacramento uh fox barnes and metu we have all of them as questionable so big turning points there fox ultra expensive i'm not going to go there same thing with barnes if they if those guys play i'm not going to play them because of their price if they sit and we get the same rotation of guys delon Wright, man he has really stepped up he has 59 and 60 fantasy points the last two games just good lord awesome his price is up now Tougher matchup with Murray, so I'm not as fired up about him. I think at this point I'd rather take Murray, although it's shaky because because it's pop on the front end. Yeah. And then Bagley had another huge game. He's priced up now to a little too high for me on FanDuel. 5900 on DraftKings is playable. Again, only if Barnes is out. Um, and then Terrence Davis maybe as a value, but I, you know I still like these Houston Milwaukee value plays better. So. The crazy thing is, although it has a lot of potential, Coach, I'm not ready to throw five guys out there. It's more like a, maybe maybe a couple Spurs and hope that they get full run.
1: Well, you know, it, this is a stack game for me if Fox and Barnes sit. I mean, if they play, it just jumbles into a disastrous mess for me because if, if they sit – I think Wright and Hield have both. I mean, I've played them both consistently in the last few games, and they've been great. And I know the price is up on Wright a little bit, but if if Fox is out, I, I don't care about Murray's defense or not. DeLon Wright is playing basketball, and you know his price is still, even though it's gone up, uh, you know, reasonable. So if if they sit, Wright and Hield are definitely in play for me, and Bagley. I hate Bagley. He's one of my least favorite players, but he really has stepped up. Now, I will say, you know, against the interior defense of San Antonio, it's it's a risk. And on top of that, you know, Bagley did get to play against some teams without a good interior defense like the Mavs. So, you know, I'm not as high on Bagley as I am right in heel, uh, only if all the guys are out what I consider him. Um, And then on the San Antonio side, I'm with you. I'm not afraid here, specifically on the after-hour slate for sure, but even to look at these guys for the main slate, I think the guys in play here are Murray, DeRozan, and uh, those are the two main guys that I'm looking at here. And the reason I like both of them is, I think, just the up pace, the bad defense by Sacramento, and the fact that... You know, Neither one played big minutes, but they're healthy. So that's not the issue. And San Antonio needs to win. If they lose two, three in a row here, they can get bumped right out of the playoffs. So I'm real high on Murray and DeRozan. We'll have that late-night hammer sweat with two key guys that I'm going to spend up for. And uh, I'd like to bring it back on the Sacramento side with possibly Wright and Hill. But if Fox and Barnes play... I want to hear what the limit minutes limit is and all of that stuff uh, before I consider anybody else um, on that team. So could be a stack game for me, or it could be a key Spurs game. But I think this game uh, is going to make uh, make some difference in the late night.
0: Absolutely, yeah. We're going to be watching it closely. Should be entertaining yeah. once those uh, once those coaches get together for sure. So <laughs> like we like will... I said,
1: what could go wrong? Yeah, right.
0: So we'll be building these lineups all day. Uh, if you're new to the program, we build full lineups for our members on FanDuel uh, and Yahoo, and then we give the coaches a clipboard on DraftKings. And for FanDuel, we build two uh, hybrid lineups that you can play in cash games and single-entry tournaments. We build a GPP lineup that you can plug and play. So jump in with us this weekend. If you haven't uh, tried it out yet, just go to our website, dfscoachtalk.com, grab a membership. You could do the three-day pass for 10 bucks. Or join for a week or a month and get the rest of the regular season here and get started on the NBA playoffs. We are fired up for it. Uh, Going to keep rolling here every day with those lineups for our members. And then with any membership you get, you also get our baseball lineups and golf lineups, and then football is right around the corner. So jump in with us. Any questions, reach out to us on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk. You can follow the coach at J O E S A R V A D I. You can find me at Language Olympic. And if you don't mind, subscribe to the channel on YouTube if you haven't already. We certainly appreciate that. Coach, any final
1: thoughts here on a big Friday? You covered it all. You know, we've had Fridays have been a really busy day for us. A lot of three-day pass people jumping in and taking advantage of all the huge amount of, of sports games. And again, you know, just to drive it home, we, you don't pay for individual sports with Coach Talk. You come in as one of the family. You get everything we've got, all of our content content podcast lineups the whole nine yards so jump in give it a try and uh, and join us in some winning. Absolutely so thank you for joining us on behalf of the
0: coach and the rest of the DFS coach talk team. I'm Andrew Hansen and we'll see you tomorrow as we look to crush it in DFS.